<laughs> We're back. <laughs> Episode 38 of the Whole Milk League podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and as always, I'm joined by AJ. What's Papa people? It's AJ. Back again with another podcast. And our most favorite of guests, Mitchell. Uh, number one in the league currently, Mitchell Clark here with you tonight. Seen that a lot before. I'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> um, so we're back in, uh, I guess, mid-season form. We're going to recap last week's matchups, preview next week's, and then uh, we'll do a little movie discussion at the end. We saw Tenant last week. Tenant last week. Uh, but because it's up on my screen, I want to get it over with. We can uh, first <laughs> recap uh, my matchup with Clint, which is actually... <laughs> The champ, <laughs> the champ was here. <laughs> um, That's not the first time. Oh, man, the only time I'm going to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, my name is uh, this year is the champ is here. Um, I need to update my photo in Google. It's up or on uh, Yahoo. It's updated in GroupMe, but I'm the uh, biting dog Browns fan from the champ is here commercial. <laughs> uh, Clint's already gone through two name changes. He was cold like Minnesota. Now he's welcome to the jungle. Um, and we matched up week one last year where I lost to Clint, won the league. Clint lost the league. And here we are back again. I lost to Clint. Uh, 117.88 to 70.4. So certainly not as encouraging as last year's game was for me. Um, really nothing to say about my team. Uh, <laughs> Just didn't come through. I mean, yeah, my number one running back had five points. My number two running back had three points. So... There it is. Like, Yeah, sometimes your team just doesn't have it. Yeah. Clint had a nice showing. He got more out of Saquon than I would have thought. Um, but just a solid week. You have that many, he had what, six players, seven players hit double digits. That's all you need. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I mean, he didn't even need that much. I mean, really, if you just take Josh Allen, Calvin Ridley, and then add anyone else on his team, I think he had enough oh, points to win. Sorry, he had five but, points. I was the last I saw projected. But yeah, he had negative three out of Minnesota's D, and that didn't slow him down at all. Yeah, and I, I think that that's kind of why he went away from the from the cold like Minnesota. <laughs> Although, changing your name every week has proved Juju in the past. Very and, bad Juju. But, and I, I really yeah. don't know why he's hitched his team name to his defense, but... You know, say la vie. Um, yeah, I mean, Calvin Ridley, it looks like Atlanta's going to throw a shit ton this year, and he was balling out. Um, yeah. Josh Allen just is a beast. Uh, DK caught a touchdown. Melvin Gordon. I, wa- I actually watched that game. I literally don't know why. I stayed up until 1.30 in the morning on Monday night and watched that stupid-ass Broncos game. Well, miserable Broncos. You're telling yeah. me, and as a side note, I lost by point two. They didn't kick the field goal at the goal line, and then yeah. Judy dropped two red zone or not red zone, but like yeah. field goal oh, area catches, yeah. and I was just in agony. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a pretty nightmare performance from the Broncos. I mean, they. I mean, they. They literally should have lost by ten points because Goskowski missed three field goals and an extra point. Yeah, outside of the three that they uh, lost by. But yeah, I mean, Melvin wasn't even playing that all that much in the first half, but he kind of salvaged it with a touchdown in the second half. Uh, you got some good points out of Buffalo's defense, but yeah, you're just kind of looking for your team to kind of put it together a little bit more next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, it's tough to say. It's just week one because I still like my team on paper. The only concern, I guess, would be Ingram. Only had like a thirty percent. It was a very clear yeah. split. Yeah, Dobbins two touchdowns. Um, I never. I wouldn't have thought that Ingram would lose goal line touches like that because yeah. he. But he did, so that's not good. Um, and they might be trying to preserve him since he's getting up there and in age. Just get him, you know, less valuable carries. So, yeah, for yeah and, and, and also, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Mitchell. Um, you missed out on some big Gallup points, too, with that controversial uh, offensive pass interference call at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. and that well, it wouldn't have changed anything. It's always nice to, you know, stockpile points, but that wasn't pass interference. That was bullshit. Yeah, I, I there were three of them that were called in week one, and I, I saw all three of them live, and I don't I don't know if I'd have called any of them. The refs just like sticking it to us that we can't they can't be challenged now this year. Yeah. So I'm just lightly pulling for something to happen to Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Lightly, very lightly. Yeah. I mean, I still got ten, even with him in there. I know. Just think what would happen if he's out. Yeah. <laughs> There's an implication. Uh, so yeah, moving right along. Devin single carry Devin uh, versus all red everything Dan entering his third year with that name. I think. I think so. Um. Devin pulled it out. Not really pulled it out, but he won 112 to 90. Um, Hit projection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Dan's struggling with some injuries. James Conner got hurt right away. Devontae Parker got hurt. I don't know what John Brown's questionable designation is, but he still put up some points. I think he's okay. I think maybe he just left the game at a certain point. And he had Sutton that didn't even play, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that hurts. That hurts a lot. I mean, Sutton was supposed to be uh, pretty good this year. Yeah, he's probably like a fourth-round pick or something, a fifth-round pick. Yeah. Yeah, so in 33 out of Josh Jacobs, really just uh, sets a pace that's really going to be tough to keep up any day. Yeah, it's a nuke. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, I mean, no real standouts for Devin. Pretty much everyone just like either met their projection or just got just under it. Dan, like like you said, I mean, John Brown, I mean, Derek Henry needed like 30, 35 touches to get the 15 points. Um, Joe Burrow may do better in the future, but I mean, he did get, have his numbers inflated a little bit by a rushing touchdown, and the Saints defense uh, was pretty good against Tom Brady, but we'll see. Were you guys surprised at how little James Conner was used? He hurt his ankle in the first quarter. Yeah, he left in the... Oh, well, I guess I missed that. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, that would explain why he wasn't used. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was, didn't start off good, though. Six carries for nine yards before oh, he left. and I think one catch for, like, five yards before he left. So, it wasn't looking good at first, but, yeah. I'm trying to... I didn't realize he made a picture. I can't blow it up. Yeah, I was trying oh, to look at this earlier, too. Now a song Sorry. of and Milk. We're moving oh, right so, along. Okay, okay. You guys are ahead of me, then. Uh, yeah, too. We have a song of Squint and Milk. Sean's new name. It's a great name, Sean, even though I hate your team. Uh, against the Delayed wow. Fist, AJ. Uh, AJ won 125 to 124. I was the sweating last, it out. Last second. Uh, Zeke. Was Zeke your last player? Zeke and I had Bobby Woods too. They were both going, and he had uh, they Cooper Cup. So it was, it was, you know, it was coming down to the wire all that. Yeah. So uh, I mean, most exciting honestly, matches of the week. Yeah, I mean, like I'm so absolutely thrilled that not only did I beat Sean's team, got a W, but also the guy that I beat in the last seconds was Cooper fucking Cup, the dude that torpedoed <laughs> my team. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, it's gotta be a good feeling. Nothing like be beating an auto drafter. Well, uh, this team's good though, guys. I hate to say it, Sean's team is pretty fucking good. It is, but it, I don't think it's that deep. It's not, and he's gonna have trouble when bye weeks come. But like Edward Solaire is a hundred percent definitely the guy. Yeah, he did that without yeah. any catches, so that's not good. Yeah, like Travis um, Kelsey was okay, but like Cup and Robinson are gonna be better, and Mostert looks pretty locked at a double. One auto draft thing he has is that he had. I don't know how he got Wednesday and Ryan, really, but I would switch that out now. Sean won't listen to this, so it's fine. Um, I think they kind of like naturally auto draft you a quarterback next because it's like they want you, they want your team to have the highest projected points over the season, but they won't draft you multiple quarterbacks. In the yeah, match, I think. Well, I, th- I think something that's going to be a little overlooked this season, especially if Russell Wilson keeps balling out. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks defense is not that good this year. They, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they lost some some big pieces, and you know, obviously, I don't think that many other teams are going to throw for four hundred fifty yards against them. Yeah, but the fact that that was on the table. Yeah, I mean, they were in garbage time for a lot of the game. Sure, sure. And, but yeah, that definitely helps. Yeah, but yeah. Russell was just crazy efficient. They got up early. The Falcons had to chase. You know. They did. Uh, I mean, Matt Ryan doesn't really care whether they win or not. He just kind of is trying to move the ball down the field. So, you know. yeah, you've got a nice find with Cam there. That's going to help you out. Um, yeah, Cam looked good. Two rushing touchdowns, multiple rushing touchdowns. Not going to be on the table every week, but I think uh, close to one will be. So, well, you got to feel good about David Johnson coming back and looking. I felt great about good. David Johnson coming back. I, I feel really bad about Bell going out in the middle of the game and Kenny Galladay not playing week one, but uh, I got a nice little boost next week because Michael Thomas is out and I have Emmanuel Sanders, so hopefully that will help me out. Mm. But, yeah, it just it feels really good to have Zeke Elliott in fantasy football for the first season ever. It's fantastic. Nice. He's so good. Uh, next matchup is DB Hard R All Stars uh, versus That's Frank classic. Andrew No Luck. Um, <laughs> what? What's the origin of Frank's name? I think I, Frank's is just talking about how like every time he like drafts a team, like they all get hurt and shit like that. Oh, uh, okay. Like how he drafted Fortnite in the third round and they got cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got Mike Thomas on his team, who's yeah. out. So, RP. Um, but. DB1 comfortably 108 to 83. Uh, 
DB's team didn't do anything too special, but he got 25, 26 out of Lamar. That's why you drafted him in the third round, and he got 27 out of Christian McCaffrey. So I think there's a chance he gets – I mean, he could have two 30-point performances out of those people almost weekly yeah. uh, and really carry his team. So why, why did DB start Brian Edwards week one? Yeah, so we got to talk about this. I mean, I, I know that it didn't – it didn't change the matchup. It didn't really change his points that drastically. But, like, what is the impetus behind playing Brian Edwards instead of Mike Evans? Yeah, and if you're going to take a stab at someone, LaVisca Chenault was a, a decent option, too. Yeah, over Brian Edwards, yeah. Who yeah. Wants, it's like, who's foaming at the mouth to get a piece of this Raiders passing game? I, I don't know why I'm criticizing the guy that won, but... Yeah, maybe, but, I mean, you're, you're I mean you drafted Mike Evans in the second round for a reason. Right. Yeah, he... if Yeah. It's Mike Evans. You start him. I know he was coming off an injury, but you know he's capable of just having three TDs. Yeah, and, uh, and I understand that Brian Deshaun, Edwards is not. Yeah, I mean, what's Brian Edwards? I mean, and I understand playing Deshaun Jackson over him a little bit, I guess, because he blew up against the Washington football team in Week One last year. But like Jalen Rager got declared active before the game, so obviously he was going to take away from that and get a little bit. Uh, Frank's team. I was surprised by Chris Carson's output. I really thought he would have been used less, but I guess they had a big scoring day. Um, but you know, Frank immediately in my territory where Michael Thomas didn't get hurt till one of the last plays of the game. And he still only had three points, Keenan Allen, full game, five points. So, uh, definitely some question marks about how they get some scoring output going forward. Yeah. Looking tough there. Yeah, but I, he could, he could flex, go there. That'd be interesting. Just run Ertz, run them both out there. Man, I mean, why not? The top two receivers for, uh, the Eagles after after this week. Yeah, damn. I guess he's gonna have to start CD next week. That is tough. Uh, so yeah. But uh, next game, new day, same shit. Ben, I'm surprised he didn't change his name. I'm hoping he will. He usually comes in with something good. Um, versus Tyrod Taylor, uh, Kevin. Tyrod. Yeah, a very good uh, metal pun from our bionic friend. Um, Kevin beat Ben 115 to 112. Uh, Big day for Mark Andrews. I've got PTSD of that man in the back of our end zone. Uh, Lazard, I think a surprising amount of output for him. Really helped him out. Dak Prescott actually probably had less than projected, but less than I I think anybody would have thought he'd had based on how the offense looks this year. Uh, and Kevin had a good day out of New England's D, so I anticipate him cutting them in about four weeks. <laughs> uh, <Fair enough. laughs> uh, ben, really just carried by Adams and Murray again. Yeah. A couple Honestly. people with all the single-digit performances in two big days. Yeah, Kittle going down, I mean, might have been the difference. I mean, Kittle going down in the yeah. middle of the game, I mean, he easily is liable to get you four points in the back. I, I can't remember exactly when he went down in the game, but I know he didn't finish it, so... But yeah, Murray and Adams, nuclear, and the rest of Ben's team, just not impressive. Yeah, talk yeah. about... Oh, go ahead, Mitch. Oh, yeah. No, Ben's uh, second running back is Antonio Gibson. <laughs> I, I think we can say that every single week. <laughs> that is a problem. I picked him in a keeper, my keeper league, and he I should have gone Zach Moss based on week one. <laughs> no, honest, honestly, Antonio Gibson's a project. He's, he's a converted wide receiver. If you have him in like a dynasty league, I think you should be encouraged that he got that many touches more than anything. Yeah, like they won. have faith in him. Yeah, um, but you don't want to be starting him week one. No, oh, no. And you know, talking about PTSD, Kittle's doing. The, he was hurt a lot of last year too, and Ben loves drafting him, yeah. but uh, that might catch up to him real fast here. Yeah, he's got he's got to go, Malcolm the Sludge Brown. He does next week. <laughs> he's Gibson. Yeah, Hollywood. I would have definitely started Hollywood. Malcolm. Oh, yep, you're right. I've been at the running back slot. His wide receivers are fine because he because Slayton went beast mode, but he's not going to do that every week. But I saw a stat that Slayton has a t. Slayton's been averaging a TD like every other game. I think yeah, the past two seasons or something like that. He's not a bad flex, certainly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so he he might be playing him next week. We'll see. Um, moving on to the skim nine thousand. Uh, is that like an auto, like a robot? 
Yeah, you if you can know. if you can see the uh, the picture, it's kind of small. Oh, it's it's a Hal nine thousand. He's got Sean with the Hal nine thousand. Hal nine thousand eyes. Okay. He t- like he said that to me, and I was like, "That's not funny." And then I looked at it, and I was like, "That's really." Funny. <laughs> um, versus foam is still beer. Zach uh, Mitchell won one forty three, the biggest scoring output of the week. Versus 120. Zach would have beat a lot of other people this week. Left yeah. 45 on the bench to Mitchell's team, which was going off. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Mitchell yeah. got 20 out of three players. That's really all you need to uh, succeed. Yeah, and 30 out of one of them. Yeah, and now you can put Will Fuller back on the bench and start Naheem Hines now that Marlon Max hurt. Um, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but you didn't win if it was just a quarterback versus quarterback matchup. You would not have won because of Mr. Yeah. Unlimited. Yeah, yeah, he, he had a good game. He had a good game. Yeah, Zach. He got a stat correction up just like point two. Point oh two. I mean, that was around his under a good game. But yeah, Zach had a good game. Yeah, not much you can do. Both of his running backs had good performance. Russ, Russ dropped thirty. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, I think Zach's team did well. He just uh, ran into the buzzsaw that is the skin 9000. <laughs> He's going to have an issue with depth, too, quickly looking at his bench. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, well, we remember the, the wide receiver drafting. He drafted as many wide receivers as quarterbacks and tight ends and defenses or whatever like that. Yeah, but his running back room ain't good either. <laughs> no, it ain't looking great. <laughs> uh, he kind of needs someone to go down for it to be to be good. But, like, I mean, yeah. Tony Pollard's a... A flyer, like you take him and you yeah. see what happens. Whereas, yeah, I mean, everything's kind of breaking right for Mitchell's team. I mean, Jones looked like the number one in uh, Tampa Bay. Crowder had a good game. Marvin Jones is going to be pretty uh, reliable when while Kenny Galladay's out. Hines is established, and Jared Cook will have elevated volume because of Thomas getting hurt. So, and then Bryce Love, and then you have all your first five picks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then the last game of the week was the all-rookie team, Jason, versus return of the Juju, Scott. Um, Juju returned, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. Uh, all-rookie team won 102 to 100. Um, really off – he had the 20 off Pat and 20 off Kamara, and that did it. Uh, a lot which, of close matchups this week. It, yeah, it was, but also Zach – or Scott getting – Unlucky, he had three 20-point performances, and then the rest of his team got him to 100. So, yeah. um, But yeah. we had talked about that, too. I mean, he started Latavius Murray. Like, Yeah. Um, yeah. Not a good look for uh, Rob Gronkowski coming back. The Gronk just uh, couldn't, couldn't catch a pass. Oh, I don't know. He was getting drafted high most times I saw, and I didn't understand because Tampa Bay wasn't shy about uh, Howard's still the man. Um so I think people were thinking this was 2012 or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, you know, the, the Brady-Gronk connection is enticing. And Howard, like, while he might be the man, how many years in a row do we have to feed into the hype before we just realize it's not going to happen? But he did catch a touchdown. Yeah, but if, if Gronk's only going to be on the play or on the field for 30 or 40% of the plays, you can't really. Yeah, I mean, he's where he was being drafted, he's worth the upside. But, yes, there were other people like Fant and I had Hawkinson that were going right behind him that were better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, move right over to the preview for next week. Uh, just circle back to me since Yahoo prioritizes it. <laughs> um, I'm playing Scott this week. Uh, currently projected 116 to 112. Um, I still like my team. I I don't have much to say about that. Um, I have some decent matchups on top of that. Um if Godwin comes back from concussion protocol, hopefully. But um, Ingram against Houston, uh, McLaurin against Arizona, maybe. It depends on if he's drawn Pat Peterson the whole time or not. Breeze against Vegas. Um, Gallup and Atlanta should be fun. Should hopefully be a shootout, yeah. Uh, on the other hand, Scott's got Watson against Baltimore. That's tough. Um you know, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, Watson folds against better defenses. Yeah. I mean, generally. Yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm with you. I love the player. Um, I mean, Julio is going to put up numbers. Juju looks like the number one option last week. He's got Miles Sanders back this week. Um, AJ looked pretty healthy for us last week. Uh, got, got a little cheated out of a touchdown. 
Uh, Montgomery seems fairly healthy. I just I just kind of want to see a prove it week from your team. Your team is yeah. good enough to win, but like until I see the Tampa Bay offense work like it was so sort of last year, or until I see them prioritize getting McClure on the ball, or until Cincinnati's run game looks good, or at least until I see Ingram establish himself again as a major shareholder in the Ravens' backfield. I just want to see all that stuff before I bet yeah. on it, so I'm taking Scott Stan. Yeah. I'll take me. I, I don't like Gronk starting. Miles Sanders can go one of two ways. The Rams gave up a lot of points to Zeke, but uh, he could just be – he could he could get injured easily. Sure. Uh, Montgomery, I don't have a ton of faith in. Um, so, we'll see. Mitchell, what are you thinking? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking through some of this. I, I kind of – I'm kind of 50-50 – you know, I, I think you have a better team, but they didn't prove it on the field. So, yeah. Um, However, you know, I'll, I'll lean. I'll lean your way because I again, I think you have like McLaurin is going to start being McLaurin again. Like he just didn't have a massive week. Yeah, you know, he's liable just to break off some you know big touchdown and get get you like. 14 points in one play. Um, yeah, I, I like Mixon. I, I don't really know what's going on there other than just a good D-line, mm-hmm. kind of limiting that, that run game. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say I'm gonna say you you probably take it this week. We'll see. I, I, part of it is just I think I have a higher ceiling than Scott does, so I'm banking on that. But you're right, I, haven't, I scored 70 last week, so we'll, who knows. Uh, next matchup is Devin Singletary versus a song of Splint and Milk. That was a long name. I guess he has no spaces. That probably was right at the edge. Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, it's totally, um, it's many characters. <laughs> I've never understood all the character elements. Why do they care? Uh, I I mean, ESPN's so. the same. Yeah. Well, ESPN's is weird because you get like a, a city name and then a, yeah. another name's like... Oh, you get 15 characters on each line. It's like, well, this isn't actually like a city name, but... Here's the first half of the name I'm making up, and here's the second half. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Sean is projected 121, Devin 115. Um, I like Sean's team. It's not we haven't hit bye weeks yet, and his so his starters are good. Um, so yeah, well, he is That's, playing Matt Ryan this week. So uh, he, he listened. Your advice, yeah, he he already listened to the podcast, changed his team. That was uh, that was yeah. pretty. Cool. He'll probably just start whoever had a higher point total the previous week. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I mean Tyreek Hill could go off, but like I don't know, I, Devin's team. I wasn't totally inspired by the play of anyone other than Josh Jacobs, and I just don't think that he's going to score thirty five points again. So. And against New New Orleans, Cooper yeah. could have a bigger week against Atlanta. Yeah. Um, but he's really relying on those three because um, I don't think Singletary, Tyler Boyd, like none of those are really going to be huge point uh, carriers for him. Yeah, right I'm going to go. Yeah, I hate to say it, but I'm going to go Sean's team. Yeah, um, I'm with you. Mitchell? Uh, I'm sticking with my team name, Devin Singletary. All right. Let's give 9,000. <laughs> uh, next one up is All Red Everything versus Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, Clint's projected 112 over 107. Um, I mm. and Dan hasn't looked at his team yet. I don't think because uh, James Connor's out. I'm pretty confident. I mean, still has him as questionable right now. Um, yeah, I don't think that he didn't practice to... today. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's got Benny Snow on the bench. So oh, he he's fine. Out. Benny might be better than James Connor anyway. So yeah, um, but he's <laughs> got. Is it is it an RIP again? Yeah. Um, Devonte and Sutton. He's gonna have to figure out what the fuck is going on with that. Um, it's tough. I mean, I mean Henry's got to have a better game. He always goes ham against the Jags. Um, Beckham. I mean, God, what is he gonna do? Something? I guess maybe. But I just think Clint's team is playing well, and I don't know how to slack all his players. I'm killing Clint's team. <laughs> You know, I think Joe Burrow's liable to go off for 40 points this week. <laughs> I will fight you. Our defense is terrible. I, I think you guys have a good defensive line. It's just a matter of matchup. Um, but uh, going back to that, I guess Ravens are probably one of the 
probably the second most dynamic offense in the league. It's it's not a shame to get points up there. Yeah, yeah. That's that is one thing is that they might be the they're probably one of the top two teams in the league. It's to me, it's them and the Chiefs, and probably the Saints in third. Um, it just having no signs of life was disheartening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna go Clint here too. Um, he's got a solid team, and I expect Saquon to do better than he did last week. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah, Allen's in line for another nuke at Miami. So. Um, next one up then is Hard R All Stars versus the Delayed Fist. Some early trash talk going on this Ayo. week. Um, DB your team's fucking soft. DB projected one nineteen over one fourteen. Oh wow, I got Mike Evans in over Brian Edwards this week. What a, what a <laughs> uh, I initial thoughts lean in AJ. Uh, I think Sanders. Uh, you know, in line for a big week with Mike Thomas out. Um, David Johnson looking good. Matched up against Baltimore. That's tough. They shut down our run game last week. You just fall behind quick. I expect that to happen to Houston. Yeah. Um, Newton will probably have to throw a bit more or at least be a bit more proactive this week. So, could see something there. Indeed, I'm hoping at least. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just it depends – DB's team's going to go with Lamar and Christian. It's yeah. If you know if they're pushing thirty points, there's just not much you're going to be able to do against that. Uh, especially Hurst too. If he, I keep talk, keep talking about the shootout against Dallas, but that's what I kind of fully expect to happen. So yeah, and my flex is tough shakes this week with Bell going on IR and me really not knowing what the fuck's going on with Kenny Galladay. So I wasn't practice yet this week. I mean, I can throw Edelman in there if I have to, but. I'm I'm a little bit cooler on him than I was when I drafted him because he didn't even really play in two wide receiver sets last week. He just when they were in three wide, he came out and played. In the Nikhil, the number one now. The, uh, they well, have they have Nikhil and uh, Dem, Demari something. Dontari Poe. No. Um. No. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you can, if you can bang for a second, I'll figure it out. This. <laughs> you could always throw Logan Thomas in there in the flex. Just. Uh... Demir, Demir Bird. Demir Bird, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I picked, yeah, I just, yeah. I don't, I don't have a lot of good options. A lot of my lotto ticket running backs really didn't do fucking shit the first week, so I don't really feel good about playing any of them. But, uh, yeah, I, don't, I just, yeah, I think DB's team is kind of, I mean, James Robinson got 100% of Jacksonville's carries in week one. I'm hoping that doesn't happen again. And I'm hoping Mike Evans continues to suck and that, DJ Shark doesn't do great, and I'm just kind of expecting 30 out of Lamar and 30 out of McCaffrey and just hoping that the rest of his team does dick all. So, <laughs> I'm picking me. All right. Back. And that moves us over to New Day, same shit, versus Andrew No Luck. Ben projected 118 to 99. Oof. The 99 uh, projection, that's rough. Yeah, you never want to see the yeah, two digits there. Um... But I think I would definitely take Ben here. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with Kittle. What about says Kittle going? But Frank starting Garoppolo, <laughs> C.D. Lamb, James oh. White. He did put Ertz and go there. So, I mean, man, the double tight end flex of week two, bro. We'll have that to get on Groot me and clown like... him quickly Honestly, here. I wasn't joking about them probably being the the. Top two targets for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. No, you're they right. Are, it, they're not, it's not a bad start, but it's still not. Um, I don't know that it's. It's certainly not conventional. I don't know if it's ideal. Uh, yeah. So. And Mitchell and I were really high on DJ Moore, and he didn't do a whole lot in Week One. And I, I yeah, you just I took yeah. him in my uh, my keeper league draft, and uh, I was a letdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but <laughs> it's, it's it's all right. I'm projecting a really good week for DJ Moore this week because I think they're going to have to throw a lot more being down. Pretty early at, at Tampa Bay, so I think that the the best is yet to come for DJ Moore. <laughs> uh, you on uh, Ben, Mitch? Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, I, I said it in the the previous podcast. I, Frank, I'm sorry, I don't I don't love your team, and it looks worse now than it did. Yeah, same week. So yeah. Yeah, Sam Ben, new shit, but his team is not as bad as Frank's. Yeah. Would that make Ben 2-0, though? 
Can he, can he pull off another 6 and 0 to <laughs> No, he lost. One can only hope. Uh, next one, Skip 9000 versus Tyrod Taylor. We didn't do a matchup of the week, but this one could be it. 1 1v4 right now. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell projected 119 to 109. Um, I mean, I like my team a lot. They're going to come back down to earth this week. I'm not going to have 40 points sitting on my bench or anything Correct. crazy like that. Um but you know, I, I do still like my team uh, this week. We got some some pretty good matchups. Aaron Rodgers has Detroit, should be another feast. Hopkins against Washington. I mean, I, I, I like I like where uh, the week's going. How do we let Mitchell do this every year? <laughs> this is a good team. Only for me I to need, come in second. I need to there. assemble a Death Star again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like Kevin's team. I mean, Kevin's team is not bad, but like Eckler only one. Target slash catch in week one, and it looks like the Browns are a little bit more intent on playing Hunt almost as much as Chubb than people that drafted Chubb in the around at the, around the turn would have liked to have seen. Yeah, and I don't um, like Michelle there either. Yeah, and I, I, the rest of his team kind of isn't inspiring a lot of hope. I mean, Andrews is probably going to go off. I mean, Dak probably is going to have a, a much better game than last week, but and there's also concern with Lazard because none of the Green Bay receivers last year besides Adams. Proved they were consistent. Yeah, uh, they had only one or two big games, so can't really count on him for whatever nineteen again or whatever. Yeah, Valdez Scantling had points too, but he also had a couple really bad drops. I picked. Yeah, he had a couple drops. I picked him up again just because I was ready to cut loose. I forget. Oh, I cut uh, Tampa Bay's like fourth running back now or whatever. So. Yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn or whatever. Yeah. Um. So question. Yeah. If. I mean, you, you see the projection. Do you go for a guy like Cooks in your flex this week just to try and reach for maybe like a burst of points? Absolutely, I would play Brandon Cooks in my flex this week. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, just like Sonny Michelle at Seattle. I mean, he didn't see the I field that, that much last week. I don't they, have his. They played all right. I don't well, have his target share up here. With Sony Michelle, you got to play the game, the game script game every week. Are they going to be ahead or are they going to be down? If they're going to be down, he's going to get you fucking nothing. And if they're <laughs> playing from ahead, he could get you two, three touchdowns. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah, uh, Cooks had five targets last week, two catches, twenty yards. Yeah, but I mean, there's upside there. I mean, it, it's as long as he's healthy-ish. Yeah, I mean, do you expect? Fuller to get ten catches again. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. You should. He's he's your your flex. Oh no, I think he's gonna make more of the catches that he gets, but you know, I don't think he's getting 10, 10 catches. That's not his game. Yeah. Well, but basically, what we're saying is Kevin's team needs as much upside as possible to be yeah. Mitchell's team. So anybody that has a chance to go off like 20, 25 points, he needs to play. And I think Brandon Cooks has that upside. Is it likely he's gonna do it? No, that's why he's directed for seven points. Yeah. But he could do it. Yeah. Uh, brings us to our last matchup. All rookie team versus Foam is still beer. Zach has projected 120 over Jason's 114. Um, Man, 120. Yeah, it's a high projection. Uh, I mean, I like Zach's team other than Kenyon Drake. Uh, it's, the same, <laughs> it's the same thing Come we were saying on. after the draft. What? Okay, it's Drake not that I don't good. like Kenyon Drake. I don't, I don't like, like that he picked Kenyon Drake first and didn't get that's like. That's true. I don't, he could have got somebody better. Yeah. Well, at least it wasn't Chubb. Yeah. I don't like... Could have got Jacobs. Jesus. Is Jacobs still there? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been like 12 or whatever. Or Co- I don't know why Cohen's projected for 10. I don't think that's really realistic. Uh, he posted five points. You guys were talking him up on the, the last pod. And well, like, that was he's just, I thought. Yeah, I thought that the Montgomery ship was going to last longer than it did. Cohen's just let... I, I think he's been a letdown for whatever it is now, four years. Um but Zach's problem is, who does he put in? Boston Scott's already a backup again. Henderson really didn't do anything last week. Sammy Watkins had a big week if he wants to flex him, but Sammy Watkins probably won't have a big week for another 10, 12 weeks or something. I was about to say, try another 16. Flex Cleveland D. Yeah, you can't. I wish you could do that, but you can't. Um, but, I mean, we were talking about how Jason's team was kind of on the rise here a little bit. I mean, yeah, yeah. Pat, um, you know, another week for Henry Ruggs and Deontay Johnson. Uh, Kamara looked good last week, and Taylor now has a full, uh, full lion share of the touches in the backfield. At least mm. he's got Dobbins there in the flex. 
He actually has a really good team. He's got Fant and Judy on the bench. Yeah, Moss, Moss on the bench. Swift, like, yeah, well, he's all upside. Yeah, he's he's prepared for like a, a playoff push. You know, if, yeah, if guys work out, he's uh, he's set. He's learned his lessons back from the year that he had Aaron Rodgers and Cam Newton on his team the entire season. He <laughs> has all skill players on the bench. Smart. And, and literally none of them are over the age of like twenty six. Yeah, he does have a lot of youth on his team. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, there may still be time for Jason's team to fully break out. So I think right now, like AJ Brown, probably going to have a better week than he did last week. Um, Jones and Drake, a chance for that as well. And Russell just looks kind of unstoppable right now. So yeah. I'm going to yeah. go with foam is still beer. I'm actually going uh, Jason. I really like the upside of all of his players. So yeah. Uh, I guess Ruggs maybe being the weak link there. Um, I, I would, you know, I don't know how he would really switch that out, but, yeah. um, yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, Mahomes, Kamara and Taylor just by themselves could be 75. Yeah. And yeah, if I, if Dobbins gets another two TDs on a bad defense, then he's off to the races. Yeah. I'm I'm picking, I'm picking Zach. Yeah. I just, I, I like his team and I hate that he somehow obtained it after making a horrible round one pick. Damn. Man, shots fired. Harsh words from Mitchell. No, no, no. It, you, you, you somehow made up for it, Zach. This is a good draft. You have a good team. <laughs> well, and that wraps our preview. All right, we're going to move over to Tenet. Uh, most of the crew <laughs> saw it last week. Uh, me, AJ, Mitch, Shane, or I'm sorry, Samantha Clint. Um, uh, me and... Personally, I give it about a 6 out of 10 is my review. It might change upon a rewatch. Um, it's pretty notoriously had terrible dialogue. You can't hear it. It's because of other sounds, um, whether that be trains, boats, opera music, loud blahs. It just overwrites all the dialogue. Um, and when you have a time twisty Time tournament movie. You need to hear the dialogue. Um, cool action set pieces. Good theater movie. Loudest Dolby movie we've seen yet, or IMAX movie. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, I think the only other one that I can even remember that was close, and it wasn't at that theater. I was up in Columbus. Was when I saw Dunkirk in seventy millimeter. That was the very first shot. gunshot in Dunkirk. Yes, was super loud. Uh, that movie also has some of the same dialogue problems as this one does. But not uh, as confusing. No, not as confusing. You know, grounding it in a real story probably helped with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ, what did you what did you think? Yeah, I'm more on the seven out of ten. Uh, I probably am a little bit generous of it because I kind of like being thrown into a world that I don't understand and not being given all the answers directly. And also, I just like the way that Nolan makes movies, and it's bold and original and i it's been a slow movie year obviously because of covid but even the ones that i have seen that people have liked i have thought were kind of you know it's kind of just another movie remade and i don't think that tenant really is that i think it's really its own original thing mm-hmm. uh, i'm definitely gonna have to I, I didn't really pull a lot of meaning out of it even i just enjoyed watching it in the theater i enjoyed be, being back um i'm definitely gonna have to Rewatch it again with the subtitles on, and I'm actually excited to do so. Um, I thought the performances were pretty strong, and I thought the imagery was great. Um, I I agree with Ryan. I didn't like the score. Uh, your score doesn't have to be wall to wall. The better, more gaps of silence you have in your movie, the better your score tends to be. And I can really only remember like one or two scenes where the score goes totally silent. But yeah, there's a lot of setups for stuff that doesn't necessarily mean anything. And it's one of those things where, like we talked about the old guard when we talked about that movie, is at at worst, Tenet seems like a good setup for like a shit ton of other movies like that. <laughs> like you kind of want to keep seeing what ends up happening to the protagonist and to Robert Pattinson's character and to Elizabeth Bicky's character and yada yada. Uh, it kind of seemed like a fairly simple ending um, for all this elaborate setup. But I think Nolan leaves you enough clues that it can be solved. I don't think that he necessarily wants it to be, and I don't think that I necessarily want to either. So I liked it. I mean, it's one of the, I don't know, 
I've, I've only seen like 35 movies this year. It's probably in my top 10. That's not saying much. It's probably, out of Nolan's movies, it's probably like 7 or 8 out of 11. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's a very fun action movie with, uh, with a lot of stuff to kind of ponder over. It's, um, there's a lot of high concept stuff and sometimes you get lost in that, but overall I had a, I had a blast watching it. Like there were some pieces you could tell the movie was just based around like, Oh yeah, absolutely. The, some of the, some of the stuff was just there to, to kind of show off, Hey, this is, this is something we wanted to do and I love time. So let's do this movie. Sure. Um, I mean the plot, the plot's cool. Like it takes you along for the ride. But it wasn't anything special, and I don't know. I, I had a really good time. I really enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed thinking about the movie afterwards, mm -hmm. and that's that's always great for me. So I, I had it at like a seven point five eight. Um, I don't think it's gonna be like a an all time great or probably even the best movie this year. But it's a movie that I really enjoyed. So yeah. Yeah, I think ultimately, you know, I don't, I, I like to think I'm not someone who needs everything explained. I consume a lot of TV and movies and a lot of that being sci-fi, fantasy stuff where, you know, maybe rules aren't just, you know, laid out. But something like this, I think a better, I think the audience deserves a better concept of what's going on and not just being left to think, oh, well, this looks cool. Um, and I think one good reference for this is Inception, where they're playing around with, or even Interstellar, but they're playing around yeah, with how time passes, but it's very clearly conveyed and you understand what's going on. And in this one, they're playing around with time again and it's just fucking nonsense. Well, but I, yeah. I don't think it was nonsense. I think they just didn't explain everything. Yeah, like, like, I would even say that, I mean, I love Inception, but that's the bad example of this, which is where they go down a level in the dream, it's like, oh, we're down in the second level of dream, the dream, where the thing is the thing, and this thing happens, and that thing happens, and it's like there's an exposition every time the yeah. dream, like a cutscene. But they did, this, this, the first hour of this movie was exposition, when he was being inducted into Tenant, and they're explaining how everything works, but the, and they take all that time to explain how it yeah. works, but then they, in execution, it still doesn't make sense. Yeah. Everything I've read so far, the first scene and the last scene, and I, I have a light grasp of how the first scene and the last scene run concurrently together, but, you know, they go through the doors, a number of, the, the first time they go through the doors... They go through them a couple more times, so I don't know how they still end up back at the first scene. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like Primer. Have you ever seen Primer? I haven't. Okay. Primer kind of reminds me of, like, because someone else asked me too, because there was all these rumors that Tenet was going to be like a pseudo-sequel to Inception <laughs> or something like that, and I, someone asked me that at, at my work that I talk to about movies all the time, and he's like, is it a, like a pseudo-sequel to Inception? And I was like... Inception is one of the like other than it being a Christopher Nolan movie, I would not have thought about it at all. It's mm -hmm. a lot more like Primer, which in Primer, I'm not going to give a full exposition on Primer. It's a very good 70 minute movie that everybody should watch if they can. But basically, it's it's a time traveling movie where they kind of been uh, like on accident invent the time machine, but it keeps every time they go back into the time machine. Uh, one of the versions of themselves is existing in a different plane of time so like every time they keep going like the, their their original plan is just like oh hey cool we can go back in time we'll just know like the lottery numbers or whatever and just like make money so then but then after a while they keep going back in time so much that they keep running into parallel versions of themselves in the same plane so it's one of those things where like every time they go back in time they just create another version of themselves that's just existing in a different plane and sometimes they cross paths so in Tenet, when you go back through this like turnstile thing, not to try to explain it too much, I guess full spoilers, obviously, but um, you know your your backward your person going backwards and your person going forwards are existing in the same plane of time. Mm -hmm. So that sort of primer thing kind of led me back to that, and which I think is you know cool. And I, I mean, I, I mean, we don't know, and no one knows how time travel works, but I think it's a good explanation of it. Yeah, yeah, it was. 
Tenet was an exposition heavy, though. Like, two-thirds of the way into the movie, Robin Pattinson just lays there and explains what a grandfather paradox is. Like... Yeah, but I mean, but, but I mean, clearly, if you don't think it was explained enough, you needed all of that. I, I think it's no, much more I, needed in Tenet than it is in Inception. Where I think it kind of shows, like, hey, this Robert Pattinson, I don't even know his character's name, but uh, this character knows a lot more than he was letting on earlier. Like, he's Well, he he's said earlier he, was a, he had a master's in physics or something. He was a doctor of physics or oh, something. Oh, but that was a lie. Because oh, he was it? taught by the main character. Yeah. Oh, Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, well, which is probably a spoiler, but yeah. Anyway, this guy. I mean, I mean, I, I kind of explained how the main crux of the movie works already. So yeah, people had to expect some timey wimey stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, mid to positive reviews overall. I think Clint and Samantha both fell around the seven range too. Oh, yeah, they so. liked it and love it. Yeah, it's it's worth wrestling with. I don't think anyone's gonna walk out of it thinking it's the best Nolan movie. I think it's it's a very fair reaction if you come out thinking it's the worst Nolan movie because Nolan's made pretty much only good movies. So if so if, if like you were a little bit negative on this one, that could put just put it down to the bottom. Yeah. But um but yeah, I think it's worth seeing worth wrestling with. If you feel okay enough about going to a theater, the experience was not bad. Um yeah, they spread things out pretty well, I'd yeah. say. You're, you're, you're spread out pretty well. You're given uh, wipes to wipe down your seat. Um, you know, everyone's socially distanced appropriately. Everyone has to wear masks the entire time unless you're eating or drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's pretty contactless. So the ex- experience wasn't harmful. I mean, obviously, we're still alive and healthy. But um, I wouldn't necessarily... I'm not craving to go out to the theater again while it's still like this unless it's something like I really want to see like if it was like a new Martin Scorsese movie like I would or like New, new Mutants or <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like New Mutants um, but yeah but I mean I, I wouldn't be opposed to going again but I mean I I would and I just I want to say this but be hesitant about it is that I think if you're going to see Tenet it is worth seeing in a theater if you feel good enough about it but it, I think you will get most of the experience at home as well when it comes out on VOD later. With subtitles. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, <laughs> I know people don't like doing that, but I do recommend putting the subtitles on. You don't have to follow them. You don't have to follow them the whole time to get most of it, I don't think. But Yeah, and there'll be enough flash on screen that you'll forget you have subtitles if you really don't like them. Yeah, exactly. All right, so wrapping up it with hot takes. Uh, mine, I can't believe it's... Almost time for more football. I'm very excited, so I'll, I'll stick mine to that. And I'll, I'll go a bit hot on it because um, I love to be hurt. I'm going to go uh, Browns 28, Bengals 17. would be my take for tomorrow. That's hot, at least. It's hot. 11-point W. You guys are minus 6 at home, which I thought was kind of a lot. Of I think I took the Bengals in the pick league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's my hot take, too, because I kind of just did my picks, and I have, I'm have i taking points left and right this week. I am, there too. People yeah. are getting so many points after one week. Yeah. I think I, I only took, like, two is. two or three favorites. It was, like, the Ravens, the Chiefs, and maybe one other team. <laughs> yeah, I took, like, the Packers and, like, yeah, the Cowboys, something like that. But, yeah, taking a lot of points in the pick league this week, so if you want to um, – Fade my picks, just pick all the favorites, and you'll probably do well. I was, they are favorited for a reason. I was a <laughs> nice six and nine last week. I believe. Yeah, me too. I don't know how that works out. Christ. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's you know, forty or forty percent for the week. But I don't know why there's fifteen games. I don't know why it was six. And there nine. was one push. Yeah, the Bengals so. Chargers game was exactly the line. Yeah. Yeah, but shouldn't there be? It just negates that game. I oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, it becomes a zero and a zero. I forgot that all teams were playing this week. <laughs> it's wild. Football's back. Yeah. So, uh, so two quick ones. So, my football one is uh, the Washington football team defense in particular looked incredible week one. And I think that they are at least a top five play this week. And I think that they're going to consistently be a good source of points going forward, especially in fantasy because of the strength of the defensive line. Uh, and my quick movie take, because obviously we haven't talked enough about movies, um, I saw my no doubt without, you know, with not a shred of a doubt, my number one movie of the year, I'm Thinking of Ending Things mm. on Netflix, okay. uh, the Charlie Kaufman film. I'm a huge Charlie Kaufman fan. I always have been. I have his 750-page novel that he just uh, uh, published. 
But uh, it's an incredible movie. Uh, you guys are going to be confused by it. It's definitely a thinker, but it's uh, honestly it's a lot easier to put together than Tenet is. <laughs> so I think if you guys see Tenet and you kind of understand it more than you think you do, then I'm thinking of anything that's easier to put together and you can derive a lot more meaning from it. So fantastic film. I'm thinking of ending things on Netflix. Highly recommended by me. Cool. Hmm. Okay. Mitchell, wrap things up. Man, I still have nothing. <laughs> we waited a while to record this last segment. We do this every week. <laughs> and we think Mitchell's going to come with some wisdom and he just gets nothing. Sometimes I've got some good Pick things. a hot bangle score. <laughs> a hot bangle score? Yeah, what will the score be tomorrow? Th- this, this is good, but the, this is how we get the Anna's takes. <laughs> Dig deep. <laughs> I mean, if we're just doing Bengals score, which, oh man, I, okay, I think I think the Bengals win by ten points. I was like ten say, zero or not hundred. I was going to say two touchdowns is hot. Oh, two touchdowns is hot. Well, I mean, technically, winning the game is hot because we're. Plus six, but six we are plus so many six. points. I mean, it is, it's so many points, but it's still less than a touchdown. And a yeah, extra point. Um, yeah, ten points. They're gonna they're gonna win uh, 27. 17. So, <laughs> like you put my prediction through a turnstile. Thirty-five <laughs> <laughs> twenty was in my. 35-20. Yeah, I don't I don't think we're going to score that much yet. I don't think Burrow's going to be able to put up 35 on our defensive line. Going beast mode. Ryan's going to love to see it when Joe Mix has 100 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, yeah. 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 Is, I can take solace in a loss because I'll know that I passed on Chubb for Mixon. So. <laughs> passed on Chubb for Mixon. That sounds like a, like a band name or something like that. Maybe an album name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've got they delayed my Chubb jersey until November. I'm so pissed. Man, I ordered I ordered that jersey in like March. <laughs> and you got but you got your Mike Thomas jersey just in yep. time for him to I, get hurt. I got a Chiefs uh, Super Bowl shirt for Dom for his birthday. That's and then speaking of injured people, my Parker jersey yeah, should be here too. next week. <laughs> Man, that Parker one looks pretty clean though. I got Here's a little bit of a hot take. I don't know how hot it actually is, but Bengals by six. <laughs> No, tonic water is growing on me. It's not horrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not horrible. It's tonic not good. Not horrible. Not horrible. Not horrible. Tonic it's pretty bad. I'll give you a hot take on that just because <laughs> tonic water is gross. Man, tonic water is bad. Like, I forced on. myself to drink like four of like I think I'm only through three. But I forced myself to drink it. The first one was nasty. Second one was still pretty nasty. Third one. Maybe I was feeling some kind of way. Wasn't, That's how I feel about bottles of bourbon. First one, nasty. Second one, pretty nasty. <laughs> I do wish on the jerseys, though, because I looked at that thing right after you said that, and because I looked at the Washington football team, obviously my second favorite team in the NFL. Um, I looked at their stuff because I want, like, I totally would have got a McLaurin jersey if it said Washington football team on the jersey, but it just says Washington. Such a missed opportunity. Uh, so, I mean, I'll, I probably would just get the shirt though, that says Washington football I team. I have... They, I still, I have a bunch more thirty percent off coupons. Um, every time you order something, they give you a thirty percent off coupon. So, so one of those, I'll buy a Washington Football Team shirt. I promise. It's good for two weeks. So yeah, take a look around because then I might end up making more poor decisions with my bank account. Yeah, Washington Football Team shirt coming to me. All right. Well, with that, we're out. Adios.